real hard. <laughs> Saw Brandon Flowers, didn't you, Aaron? I did. How beautiful is he? He has great hair. Yeah, he's just my friend and I. You know, obviously we're allegedly straight, but uh, God, Brandon Flowers, man, he could he could do it, and he got the whole Mormon angle, uh, right? Mormon? Yeah. He's oh, he's Mormon. LDS. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. So that's. Uh, he's also a very good smiler. Yeah, he's very good at smiling. <laughs> he's a nice, up there. nice he tooth, tooth to gum ratio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a great song from um, the Killers' recent album called Battleborn. I believe it's called this, The Way It Was The Way It Was It's a beautiful song And it's hard to remember The Way It Was Before Donald Trump Was running for president Yeah I know Tell me about <laughs> it This is Mike With Jackman Radio Bringing you another episode Mr. Eric Jackman Still on the path To recovery From alcoholism By drinking a Corona Your and other host We're joined by Aaron LaFond As always mm-hmm. Aaron how's it going Good Good So Aaron I saw you in that uh, Planned Parenthood uh, video there trying to sell organs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's trending right now. Yeah, Parenthood. Man, have, have you watched that shit? I didn't. I heard the audio. That's some creepy shit, though. Maybe we should play that to try and see what the viewers think because I don't. I don't know that I have a a, a, a totally you know formed opinion on this whether whether they do that Frankenstein stuff or well, look, whether er- that's a bunch of right wing you know fear hogwash. Yeah, I mean, I'm an organ donor on my license, so if I die or I'm perceived yeah. as dead from, like, here up is smashed or gone and everything, I don't, know why, I don't know why you'd want any of this, but... <laughs> He's motioning to his lower extremities. <laughs> anything, <laughs> you know, anything neck down is, is fair game if you want it. Don't, you don't want my liver, though. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, it's a hot-button issue right now that has uh, got everyone fired up on the right. And uh, usually during campaigns, we see these wedge issues um, come up. And I remember in 2004, Kerry Bush, it was gay marriage. Right, and now it's like everybody's having a gay marriage. Even yeah, no, everybody's gay. It's huge. Well, they're having, Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think it's a lot of hysteria coming from the right wing. And I, I, I don't see it. I mean, Planned Parenthood, most of what they, they – these guys have been around for almost 100 years, Yeah. Um, I think. And as far as I know, you know, 70 or 80 percent or even, you know, more of their services are to – to help people, you know, with their health issues, with uh, testing and other problems, right? And Prevention, condom use, yeah, sex, sex ed. education. I, I don't, yeah. I just, I don't see it. I don't see a widespread, uh, you know, uh, policy from Planned Parenthood to, to harvest baby organs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you always want to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. But yeah. that was a creepy, creepy video. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the did ted- you watch the video? Some, I heard some of it on a radio show yesterday, and that's why I w- kind of wanted to touch on it today you know the ted cruises of the world the Rand pauls those dudes who are catering right now to the fired up primary voters in iowa 
and to a lesser extent in New Hampshire, more so Iowa. Yeah, the far right this of the is, base. This is no pun intended. This is the red meat for them. Yeah, you know they're they're going to come out during the primaries, but yeah, you know to suggest that we're going to shut the government down. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go after Planned Parenthood as a terrorist organization. You How know? petty is that? I can think of like a thousand other organizations we should shut down before Planned Parenthood. Yeah, like the IRS, maybe. Or, sure, all the know. alphabet agencies. <laughs> but Rand Paul was on uh, uh, Wolf Blitzer the other day talking about this and basically just saying that you know they're they're. Uh, they're going to fight this issue, and there's plenty of other uh, health organizations for women and for people who can't afford it. And um, around here, I, I mean, I, there's one in there's a Planned Parenthood in Keene. Mm-hmm. I believe there's one in Manchester. Uh, to, I've been to the one in Keene. Have you? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think this is uh, the far right catering. Yeah. Catering it, to the base. Ultimately, we'll just kind of blow over. It will. I think right, yeah, nothing will does. change, Aaron. No. You know? I hope they stay open too. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, you know, keep Planned Parenthood opinion. open. Absolutely, they're not. They're you know so well, many I mean, other the, things. The abortion to worry issue about. is a whole other thing, and we yeah. we're trying. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you got to give them props yeah. for people who actually uh, are fired up, and that's their their main uh, cause celeb. You know, and, uh, a little in, innocent fetus. More on the uh, Republican Party tomorrow night's the big debate, the big Fox News Facebook well, debate. Two debates. First, you have the minor league debate, where you know. You're going to see Fiorina, um, Santorum, Rick, Rick Perry, Rick Perry, um, Bobby Jindal, Bobby Jindal, Gra- uh, Lindsey Graham, and uh, Governor Perry go at it. And Pataki. And oh yeah, oh wow, Pataki. he's he's running. He people is running. people forget that that he's guy's at like negative zero. Yeah. Or something, buddy. Yeah, the plan, the Planned Parenthood fetus is pulling better than he is. And there's ten. What are there? Ten people in the in the first round? Or yeah. Or there's something yep. Like there's that? ten. In the A team. Yeah, the A team. Right, right, the A team. And uh, that was just rounded out with uh, John Kasich from Ohio, who just jumped in the race, squeaked into the debate, and so did Chris Christie. Oh, he, yeah, he made it in, didn't he? Christie made it in. Yeah, we actually met Chris Christie he, uh, uh, last week. He threatened to eat uh, the head of Fox News if they didn't let him in. And <laughs> take a bite out of him. We met so, yeah. Christy last week up in uh, Keene, yeah. Keene, New Hampshire, at a, a bar called the Lab and Lager. And, uh, Martha was there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, why don't you, uh, who is Martha, Eric? Why don't you tell our Yeah, audience? tonight we have the uh, pleasure of welcoming Martha Shanahan, a reporter from our lovely local paper, the Keene Sentinel, who uh, is going to check out our podcast and uh, write very nice things about us and uh, glowing reviews and give us to the masses in the greater Monadnock region. Beautiful. So, thank you, Martha. We have a song for Martha at the end of the podcast. We which, do. Uh, we're going to dedicate she a song know about, to you. But we're going to play it's that. It's a surprise. For yeah, she's never heard that one before. So it will, the debates will be fun. I'm looking forward to watching it, and um, I don't think you're going to. Maybe you'll see a couple of the lesser-known candidates try and pull something. They might do some kind of stunt. Yeah, they'll try to out-Trump Trump. They'll wear a Trump hairpiece. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, look, I love Bobby Jindal. Okay, I love his movies. The Signs, The Sixth Sense, those were great films. The Village, not so much, but I'm willing to give him another chance. <laughs> I'll rehire him. He's huge. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. Are they, be... they, they going to um, stream it on YouTube again this year? Didn't they, didn't they do that last year? With the uh, it was a YouTube this first debate, one, yeah. I think they're partnering with Facebook. Yeah. So oh, they'll probably be you know, it'll all be on there. And, yeah, uh, so you can like it. Right. And there's going to be a lot less debates this time around. I think last time they debated like 400 times or something. Yeah, something like and that. People were just like, oh God, this is on again. You know, I think they. I think you should have to debate until you like you collapse. Like you just should have to so keep like going. Like a filibuster. Yes, yeah. yes. Nonstop. Right. I think it should be like that. That movie there, the, the, where they're on the island, all the kids are on the island, and they have to uh, kill each other. Lord it's of like, the Flies. No, well, it's kind of in the vein of Lord of the Flies. It's before the Hunger Games. 
Battle Royale, the maybe? Beach. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the beach. That was a good one. I think it was Battle Royale. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a Chinese oh, movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. <laughs> these kids have to, they're, they're stranded on an island right. and they have to fight each other to the death. Right. <laughs> I think that you know, that would go up in the ratings if you had like all the Republican candidates up there doing that. Trump the would, last person Trump alive just, just to be president. He, he would just pay for like a drone service and just kill yeah. everyone via I've, drone. I've got American Sniper. Yeah. No, I don't have American Sniper. We hired Bradley Cooper and we found out he couldn't actually shoot. He's a fraud. So Everybody's suing him as an effect of that. They're outsourcing the sniping to Mexico. This is a huge problem. <laughs> okay? We have Mexican and Chinese snipers in the debate hall, and they're doing better than American snipers. I'm going to make American snipers great again. Oh, God. Well, moving on to um, another uh, issue that's going on right now. What do you think about this, Aaron? Raising the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour for people who work in fast food? Fuck. New- what is it now? Uh, is it like federal minimum eight, wage, eight, nine seven, bucks? Eight, is it, is it seven, nine yeah, bucks? Yeah, no, I'm maybe it's like seven bucks. More money, right? yeah. What about back when the three of us were sacking at Market Basket? Who's oh, saying Christ. no to that? They paid us in like hard candies when we were bagging yeah, right? at Market Basket. Yeah. Peppermints and moon pies. Yeah, you have the privilege of working here for <laughs> <Yeah>. Mr. Demula. <laughs> and when Mr. Demula has a fight with his cousin in 10 years, whose side are you going to be on? Ah, exactly. And um, so New York City, actually, the city citywide fast food workers are going to be getting $15 an hour. I don't know if it t- took into effect yet, but... Um, pretty soon that's going to be happening. And, um, you know, no matter where you fall down on the issue, I, I was reading, someone made a great point. Yeah, people forget that these companies, the CEOs of these companies and the heads of these companies, they make two and 300 times well, not what to, the worker makes. Not to mention, like, you watch TV for, you know, an hour and you'll see, you know, three or four fast food commercials. It's like, cut it down to, like... You know, two fast food commercials per hour. So you have all that money, you know, that you pay billions of dollars. Yeah, the, the point is they have the money. Yeah, yeah, just... They yeah. don't need to advertise. There's a McDonald's on oh, every dude, block like, and yeah. a Dunkin' Donuts. There's two Dunkin' Donuts and... Like, and people are going to forget McDonald's makes hamburgers, right. you know? And like it, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not an economist in supply and demand and wages and all that stuff, but I don't know. When you see these, these CEOs and these people, the heads of these companies... Is it justifiable that someone who's a CEO or an executive makes twenty million, makes thirty million, has a bonus for two million, when you know some poor schlub has to friggin' be there for forty hours and take shit from people and flip burger? They should get fifteen bucks an hour, I think. Well, there's the argument that you know people who are making fifteen dollars an hour are like uh, ambulance drivers, uh, people who who've gotten their uh, bachelor's degree and and they're you know I'm not I don't make fifteen dollars an hour I'll tell you that right now I have no. my bachelor's degree I'm yeah. not making it I'm not even making anywhere near fifteen an hour so um, as far as fast food workers getting that wage uh, and they're handling your food you know like I want them to be as happy at work as possible yeah I know? want them to <laughs> have more incentive to be there and you know right well be, a lot of the times these people are trying to actually support a family on this wage and that's think about that's that for rough. a sec. You know, think about you're doing this job and you're trying to take care of some kids or you're a single parent or, you know, maybe you're you're the primary source of income. And, uh, you know, I I think there's a lot of uh, golden arches to go around for all the employees. So, I mean, moving to our next topic, I'm wondering which fast food place is going to serve the remains of Cecil the Lion. You know, (laughs) (laughs) why is that even a story? I don't know, people Bill Cosby, know. I bet Bill Cosby is loving it. He's like, oh, bippity boppity, thank God <laughs> yeah. for Cecil the Lion. Yeah. But I mean, don't people know historically that rich assholes, would, when they've run out of things to spend their money on, go on safaris and kill exotic animals? And then mount their heads to the wall? Yeah, because, you know, they're making up for something. They're lacking somewhere else, and they're making up for it. Well, I think we can all agree that it's it's disgusting, and none of us are, uh, uh, you know, in, in favor of what that guy did, the alleged dentist there who hunted Cecil. Um, but... Uh, 
yeah, this has been going on. Other animals are, are getting killed in the same fashion. And yeah. I mean, so you start surviving the game. They're hunting homeless people homeless in that people. movie. That's where, actually a great idea. Um, Where's the outrage? Uh, pest with uh, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. <laughs> didn't, didn't he know <laughs> right. what he was signing up for, though? Like, if he uh, lived, he no, got the money no. at the end? Did he? I think he, like, woke up. I think there's a scene where, like, he wakes up. I don't know. Oh, he wakes up and Jeffrey Yeah, Jones. I haven't seen that. No, <laughs> Surviving the Game is great, though. Yeah, yeah, You ever yeah. see that with Ice-T? Yeah. Rucker Howard? You, you could picture Trump being a part of that group, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. I got on the ground floor of Surviving the Game. It's Yitch. <laughs> We're having, actually, homeless people have quit smoking cigarettes because they have to try and outrace my bullets. <laughs> They've done a very good job. We have, I love homeless people. We've helped a lot of homeless people. <laughs> We've employed, they've gone from homeless to semi-homeless, and that's that's making America great. And then their heads are mounted on the wall in my game room. <laughs> it's huge. So check that movie out, Surviving the Game. Came out, I yeah. think, in like 93. Early 90s. Rucker Hauer. Totally ahead of its time. Ice-T. This is before reality Gary B- Gary Busey's just a strain of cycle that you've just never seen before. F. Murray Abraham. Yep. Who's kind of reluctant. See, know. I don't get, like, the killing the animal. I don't really get it. Just because I think animals are more interesting when they're alive. That's just me being selfish. It's not because I care about the animal. But taxidermy is super cool. Like, you ever go into, like, one of those, like, weird taxidermy shops? Yeah, like the you base stumble motel? into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I dig that kind of shit, though. Well, if the animal yeah. consented and signed off and said, right. I want my... <laughs> yeah, agreed to live in a preserve speed. where they're going to be shot. I mean, yeah. that's one thing. That's yeah. age of consent. They know, you know they're in a rough neighborhood. They might catch a bullet. You know, that's one thing. But <laughs> no. <coughs> Excuse me. Must yeah. Be, must be a fly. We are recording outside tonight, folks. Right. We're yeah, actually recording nice. outside of the bungalow, and we can actually see the mountain as we record, which is... Uh, which is beautiful. Which is beautiful. Uh, moving away from politics and... and uh, dead fetuses uh, and dead animals. Yeah. I think everyone can agree that uh, Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper, was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And he actually just passed away within the last week. And uh, so we wanted to pay tribute to him tonight. I don't know if uh, everyone here is familiar with uh, Roddy Piper, but he wore the kilt, had the bagpipes, was a very popular wrestler back in the 80s, and actually starred in a couple of films. Um, one of my favorite films of all time was They Live, directed by John Carpenter, which came out in 1988 and I think holds up to this day in its message about consumerism and conforming and listening to what the media tells you and being afraid of authority. Um, and Roddy Piper was just a complete badass in that movie. I love, I love that movie, man. That's a great movie. Actually, let's play, a, uh, let's play a sound clip. Let's play the famous sound clip from They Live. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And that was Roddy Piper just sticking it to the man, or the alien rather and they live so tonight's episode is dedicated to you roddy piper i had the privilege of meeting you last year oh yeah at rock and shock remember in Worcester? About that. did la harvey meet him too yeah he said hi to him he, yeah, he was he was more interested in me i acknowledge his Bill presence Mosley. I, I <laughs> you're like fine go meet roddy piper whoever that is <laughs> that guy i did Why would you want to meet I, that guy I'm very happy that i could meet uh roddy piper get a photograph with him and get him to autograph my they live poster which will uh yeah We'll take a picture of the day. Where, where's that poster, by the way? It's in my archives. My, yeah, yeah. Where specifically, Aaron, is it though? Yeah, in our bungalow, under his bed somewhere, <laughs> gathering dust, covered yeah, under yeah. a pile of clothes. It's in a protective yeah. sleeve. You though. got it though. Yeah, <laughs> it's he, in a ha- he has it, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
uh, Malaysian Air 370. They f- they found the wing. No way. They're saying really? it's I didn't Malaysian hear government this. saying I it's think... prelim. Oh well, then there's some reports saying yeah. Can you trust the report saying it's a chicken wing? Well, the government. Others are saying it is the the wing from. From the plane, what's the deal? I don't know. There's just... The whole thing creeps me out, dude, because something... If that's actually the wing, something really fucked up happened to that plane for the rest of it to not have washed up and be gone, but just... I think it's... Uh, yeah, it ran out of fuel. How many feet is the, is the wing? It's like, I don't know, maybe 10 feet or more than that? Well, the wing on a... bottom, Something like that. <laughs> but, I mean, just to have these pictures of this mysterious wing just appear out of nowhere, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's possible it just washed up... Sure, maybe I watched too much of the X Files, but or lost. Well, I, I went I with the Twilight Zone scenario when they actually traveled back in time, and you know, landed in like the Cretaceous period, and they see a bunch of dinosaurs. Wow! And they, then they ran out of fuel. Well, then a pterodactyl right. clipped the wing, and that's how the right. wing got right. got severed. But I mean, obviously, it's sad. And um, one of the reasons I hate flying every time I fly, um, <laughs> I sit on the chair and I just white knuckle it, and I think about various disasters. You do you get it, nervous? Dude, he gets I am, really nervous. Really, I am the worst flyer. I really? think about the absolute worst thing that could happen. <laughs> and you know, the fucking JetBlue didn't do me any favors. You know how they have those little TV screens in front of you, yeah. and they're like on for a little while. Um, mine's was on one time on the History Channel, and it was a special on 9/11. <laughs> yeah. While or we're like, taking off, or like you have to make sure, like if you know you're gonna fly, you don't watch any of those like uh, airline disaster shows. And like you know? literally, for me, the, the the worst two parts are taking off and landing. Landing might be the most dangerous because I don't know. I think about another plane like crisscrossing and just cutting, slicing the plane in half. Yeah, they got that. They got that shit figured out. But uh, do they? Yeah, I think they do. Do they? George Bush was reelected. Do we have things figured I mean, out? I mean, I guess. <laughs> That's kind of quite a leap there. but <laughs> Yeah, it's a leap. But, um, you get on the plane, you're like, wait a minute. Like, literally, I'm mid-flight, and I flick on the History Channel, and it's the uh, flight one, 175 going into the tower. And I'm just like... <laughs> there was also on, on another channel, there was a show about the sh- uh, plane in Russia that got shot down back yeah. in the day. Yeah, who shot that? Did the uh, Russian? The Rus- the was that an American? No, it was a no, it Korean was, it flight was, or something. Uh, Chinese or something. There, and the Russians uh, shot it. Fucking down. Fucking Russians love shooting things down. That was on the. Uh, I would too. I guess that was actually on the plane. Yeah. Now, if you want to watch something on on one of the planes, I think you got to pay or you got to buy yeah, the headphones. Pay for you the Wi-Fi or whatever. And most of the flight, we usually fly to Washington D.C. and that only takes like an hour. Yeah, it's so like by an the time hour. You tops. get through commercials. You got ten minutes of show, and it's just not yeah. But just know, in that hour, like a good chunk of it, I, terror. I'm in absolute terror. He is. Uh, I always buy him a drink when we're on the plane. I don't like that. That's that's terrible. Yeah, and I, and I know logically I have a better chance of right yeah, getting yeah, in a car accident, yeah. but I don't know, man. I'm just uh, you're up in the air, thirty thousand feet. That's weird. Yeah, you're, your brain, your brain just knows I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to go in this tube, and it's going to it's going to shoot me six hundred miles in an hour. Right. Okay. Right. Thirty thousand feet in the air. Yeah. This little aluminum tube. That's fucked. It's like you ever go out on one of those like uh, like. Um, like plexiglass like platforms or something like a tower yeah, yeah. And like there's so there's nothing underneath yes. you and your just brain is just screaming at you just to like leave right now because it's not it doesn't seem possible that reminds me that's a funny story mike and i were in toronto with our dad visiting for a few days in august of 2001 so exactly 14 years ago and the cn tower yeah the, the yeah. recognizable part yeah. of toronto sky sky skyline has 
that plexiglass. Yeah, you class. can walk out. Yeah. Onto what does it. Mike do? He's 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 rolling around on it, jumping, scaring all the jumping Indians. Jumping up and down. They're, they're, yeah. they're all I like, oh, too. they're I all laughing too. and like scared and pointing. Mike's just like they're, bleh, you know, just rolling around on the floor. I don't know if I do that now. That was in my younger party your days when I was like 14. <laughs> yeah, and you weighed considerably less too. I did. That's true. <laughs> I don't know if they've checked the uh, you know the, the load bearing. What is the uh, weight capacity? At the yeah. CN Tower? That's a probably question. not enough for two Jackmans. Maybe our cousins in Toronto can tell us that who are listening. Yeah, if you're listening up in Toronto, give us the specs to the CN Tower. Not, not the CNN Tower. They're like, oh, you know, lots of uh, lots of Americans think it's the CNN Tower. They go, I'm going to visit the CNN Tower. But it's actually the CN Tower, the Canadian National. Ooh. There's only one N. Yeah. Did you hear about the uh, the guy who shot the drone down in his backyard? Yeah, I did hear the about last that. week or two. Briefly, someone mentioned it. And this is where we're heading. I mean, drones. We're not just talking about drones to kill right. brown I mean, people in the Middle East. Of slight overreaction, though, don't you think? No, I don't, I don't think so. Was he protecting the airspace in his, around his house? <laughs> he, he was. He was protecting his daughter who was sunbathing in the backyard, right. and there was. He didn't know if the drone right. had a camera where on was it. Where was it? If it was uh, a TMZ drone. Was it in the <laughs> suburbs or something? <laughs> it was. Uh, no, I think it was in a more rural area actually. And uh, this, the person who owned the drone was saying, "Well, I was just uh, flying this drone to take photographs of another house." On another property, but I think that opens up a whole can of worms. Uh, you know Privacy. that show. You know that show, Cheaters. Yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. bet they they should use drones to track people. That's a great idea. Right, because yeah. the host got stabbed one time. <laughs> okay. Remember that yeah. episode where the host right. got stabbed? Yeah. You wouldn't have much of a show. You'd have some dude in his underwear in, in his uh, room, just on a on a drone looking on the screen. Yeah. yeah, you know, I don't know. That'd be pretty cool though. They should check that out. They should try that out. But the drones, you know, Amazon.com is pioneering the yeah, way they drones wanna, deliver yeah. products deliver to customers. Stuff. Food. I, I don't know that it's a good idea. A bunch of drones flying around with, with parcels. What if they go in the wrong location? What if it's a great idea, though? Maybe. What if it were everything works out and Look, I don't want to save dro- everybody a lot of time? I don't want a drone here in my backyard with a camera. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I, I wouldn't go as far as to shoot it down. We've got, like, we got, we got nothing to hide, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Fourth, fourth Amendment, though, means nothing. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a whole whole. I just think frontier. shooting down a drone in your backyard is a little more dangerous than the drone itself. You know what I mean? Well, the like dro- it's kind of like we're talking about implications of privacy and yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get you that. know, and and the mishaps that can come with uh, with anything. But, uh, but dude, now like dude, looking like we'll we'll have we'll have like you know air fields where like people can have a signal in their backyard that immediately disables a drone if they oh, fly into it and they'll just drop like that's dead a whole flies. other industry you know? drone yeah, defense yeah. we'll yeah. figure it out that's it'll, some blade runner type yeah, shit. yeah it'll yeah. All get figured out you know you should get on the ground floor of that yeah amazon will build pathways in the sky and you know we don't have to worry about it they'll oh. pay for it all so i wanted to uh talk about um, something that I kind of hate and I don't like a place, a thing I don't like going to, and that's casinos. Mm. I was just talking to Patty um, the other day. Our big Irish friend, Patty. Our other big drunk fellow Irishman. Um, and he said uh, he might be going to a bachelor party at a casino this weekend. And it just kind of reminded me back to when I went to a bachelor party at, was it Mohegan Sun? Foxwoods. Or Foxwoods, like five years ago. And I, ha- I was miserable. Absolutely miserable. Casinos are full of scummy, loud, obnoxious, mm. drunk assholes blowing smoke in your face. And what does it sound like after a while, Mike? And you know what? You don't win, okay? These assholes who say, oh, man, my, my buddy here, man. He won $196. He, he, he wins every time. It's like, dude, I know that your buddy had all his shit repoed because he doesn't have any money. He didn't, you know, it's like. How much did he spend to win? Yeah, no one, the house always wins. Yeah. No one wins. I just think they're stupid. A giant, it's a vacuum. It's a giant waste of money. And, you know, the, I don't Good know. Good people watching. 
That's true. That's true. What about areas of, of low employ of unemployment? A casino comes in. It's a job creator. Right. Huh? Right. Yeah. And okay. smokers need somewhere to go. Right. You know, can't smoke anywhere else. I guess Christie's got to sign some laws into, uh, um, you know, onto the books down in Jersey for the casinos, or they're not going to be able to operate. Really? The way that they're, they're looking to. Yeah, there's a whole casino issue down in Jersey. With I don't know. Christie. I mean, I could see people who like to gamble or they're into it or it's their thing. I just think it's so stupid. It is. Know? That's the obnoxious, though, is the opportune word. It, it really is just like, have you ever gone to like uh, like a show in a casino? Yeah. And like come like you come out of the show like after an hour and a half and it's just like a punch in the face of just colors it's, and smells. Yeah, and, that's what I'm saying. And and, yeah. and you're just there's no the fr- it's not fresh air. Okay? There's no windows. It's it's recycled diarrhea fart air right. with, with a tinge right. of cigarette no in it. Fresh air. And right. it's disgusting. They don't want you to know what yeah. time it and is. And there's no windows and it's it's I, I will never set foot in a casino again, you know? I don't plan on it. We're going to hold them to that, folks. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go that far. So you want to have a thing in a casino? Yeah. Don't invite me. I won't be there. Yeah. I don't know. We've been to some cool shows down at Wohegan Sun. Okay. We, the shows are okay, fun. Okay. The Wolf's Den. I, I enjoyed seeing Peter Noon we from saw, Herman's Hermits. We saw Herman's Hermits down there. Yeah. I saw Chad and Jeremy down there. I mean, that's some cool stuff, but that's about it. You'll never see me gambling at a casino. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, you could just take your money and just like throw it yeah, like, into the window outside of your car. At home. Burn your money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah online gambling. Right, right. Or with is online gamble le- legal? Uh, online gambling? I think that it goes back and forth. Sometimes it, it is. Depends sometimes if the servers are in Hillary Clinton's office or at her home. <laughs> yeah, right. it depends where the servers are. I think, you know, in terms of gambling. But yeah, you know, people love to do it. They're always going to do it. The casinos, you know, some of them make uh, probably a billion to two billion annually, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, they make so much and money. And the racket is just going to continue. So It's un- untold. You can go ahead and, you know, not step foot in a casino. It's not going to make a lick of difference. That's true. In the scheme of things. That's true. I'm worth many billions. How do you think he's going to do tomorrow night? <sighs> I think uh, he's going to be center. He's going to be the centerpiece. Well, he is number one. Yeah, he's number one. He'll be the centerpiece. And, uh, you know, people might try and take a bite out of him. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll have a different strategy and try and be a little restrained and try and stay on message, which isn't full of a lot of details, a lot of policy details. No specific, yeah, details. No specifics. But. So joining Trump on the stage, I don't think we even we mentioned the whole list, did we? It was No, uh, run, it, run it through. Okay, so joining Jeb will be, uh, excuse me, joining Donald will be Jeb Bush, uh, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, who we've had on the program before, yeah. uh, who stopped listening to rock and roll music after 9-11. Which Good call. He, Good he call. lost me on that. That's the only reason I don't like him. I agree. Because he's a, a douchebag, and you know. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Kentucky it's the devil's Sen- music. Kentucky yeah. Senator Rand Paul, who let's be honest, needs a shot in the arm. Yeah. He needs a boost. Good God. He needs to do something tomorrow. He needs to yeah. get a chainsaw out and cut up the tax code or something. <laughs> oh, actually, he already did that. Yeah. Florida Senator Marco Rubio. Um, yeah. Who's, of- who has not been to New Hampshire really at all, and I'm going to call him out on that. He hasn't visited New Hampshire. Like maybe once. He's, really? he's not doing anything. He's not doing any retail. There's no events. He's one of Bush's protégés, too. Yeah. They're, they're bros. Yeah. Reti- this is an interesting one. Retired neurosurgeon Ben Carson. He's surging. It's incredible. This guy actually ha- he doesn't really have a lot of organization in New Hampshire, um, but has is very popular. Well, his pack raised $15 million. They raised $15 million. I don't trust doctors, though. Maybe if he could repair an artery, he could fix a road. Yeah, if you for, for a neuro, neurosurgeon, he's real stupid. His his, his uh, issue on gay marriage and 
I don't know. He's said some horrible things about gays and, oh. and how <laughs> he references the Bible. It's like, come on, dude. You're an MD, a neurosurgeon, and you're reading that bullshit and referencing it? Come on. Not as much as the next guy, Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. That's another shade of bullshit that you just can't even... This guy's made a career out of running for president, okay? He first ran in 2008, made a buttload Smart. of money, yeah. got his got own show gig. on Fox News. Yeah, got the gig on Fox News. What was it called? Huckabee and Friends? Something stupid. Ew. What? Yeah, something not. And then, and then they, had, they, had the, they had the sandwich... The Huckaburger. Yeah. Last time Stupid. So, so, st so Mike Huckabee. Chuck Norris was here kicking corny. people in the face for him. Yeah, we actually saw Mike Huckabee with Chuck, with Norris, Chuck Norris at a restaurant in Temple, New Hampshire, or Mason. Mason. We saw Chuck Norris at a restaurant in Mason, New Hampshire with Mike Huckabee. He went to New England College, too, I think, the Huckabee and Chuck Norris. Oh, I'm sure they did. That freak circus. And then you got our, our guy, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who we met last week and had a couple of words with, and the the, uh, the wacko uh, uh, Keen free keen people yelled mm -hmm. at him and he's like oh yeah he didn't respond to them at the time but later on in the speech said that they reminded him of his kids at the dinner table yelling at him yeah that was he, pretty good he just tuned him out yeah he just now, debunked the free guys i i don't disagree with what they're why wouldn't they just what they're like saying, buy a ticket and, and, well, and be, ask a question be normal throw a suit right, on right, right be a human being and that's, ask your question bit, respectfully though. that's their bit yeah well that's why everybody fucking hates them yeah, you know it is sorry they have no tact I, hey, I agree with what they have to say about Edward Snowden and, and sure, uh, I'm with them on a lot of policy, yeah, I'm with them on a lot of issues. It's their, it's their forum and the way they conduct themselves and the way they do obnoxious, it. Obnoxious again, just, yeah, it just totally loses people. Just obnoxious. Maybe yeah. it sells. So Christie and then Ohio Governor John Kasich. Kasich, and he's been surging. He so. looks like a duck that has to fart. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> just think, have you seen him? Yeah, yeah, he's just like <laughs> he actually ran last time or uh, no, not last time, two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> he entered in '99, saw that it was going to be W, and dropped out. So, I think there's you know there's a lot of W Bush type people in this race. Yeah, Christie too. He Jeb, was, he was uh, Christie. Christie was a New Jersey state attorney for Bush's campaign in 2000. He was a bundler too. Bun he, yeah. Before there were super PACs, you had Christie, you know, grabbing one dollar bills out of those uh, clear boxes where they in the game shows <laughs> they throw them up. He grabbed all the one dollar bills and sent them to the Bush campaign. Oh, so so good. That's great stuff. Well, we got plenty of Jackman Radio left uh, coming to you guys. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. starts from the ground up. At Eris, we make high-quality footwear. In fact, you can find Eris running shoes in over 140 countries around the world. In the past, there's been some criticism about our workers. That's why I'm here at one of the Eris factories so you can meet some of them. Excuse me, sir. Do you enjoy your job here? It's fun. We get to play with knives. <laughs> I see. Is there a real sense of teamwork? My friend Joey sewed his hands together. Wow. You're learning some real skills. How about the salary and benefits? Yesterday, I made a dollar. See, that's the kind of dedication we have to our employees and the quality of our shoes. Eris Running Shoes. Always running from something. 
I think that's enough of Paul McCartney talking about Martha Stewart. You fucking silly girl. Or Martha from the Sentinel, perhaps. Could be. Or Martha's Vineyard. Martha Shanahan. Any relation to Brendan Shanahan, the hockey player? Because that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are back with more amazing, tantalizing, thought-provoking radio for your life. To make your life better, actually. So we, we uh, you saw Brandon Flowers the other night. How was he, Aaron? He was good. I liked it. And you were at the House of Blues? Yep, which I not my favorite venue, but it uh, was you great. Got a, was there an opener? There, there was. They didn't say their name, though. The guy just came out and was like, hey, I'm Donald. They, start, <laughs> they started playing. What an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I loved him. He won me over. He was over. doing his PR. <laughs> yeah. Helen Keller? Bring Donald back out. The Donald, the hashtag the Donald, <laughs> and we were we were talking about that anecdote. Um, if you go on YouTube, type in uh, "Brendan Flowers gets butt hurt by Richard Dawkins." That's the title. That's of the, video. the title. Yeah, there's just some show that <laughs> by some divine Mormon uh, underpants rings in the hill divinity, Richard Dawkins and Brendan Flowers ended up on a show together, and Richard Dawkins just rolls up, dude, and absolutely owns Brendan Flowers about Mormonism and how, uh, is it is it Joseph Smith, the founder? Yeah. How he was a fraud and he was a charlatan and he was arrested. And, he got you know. chased out of town and killed and t- tarred and feathered. <laughs> yeah, he's a con <laughs> artist. Yo, God, was, was, was a huckster. Yeah, he just... He, he's explaining to Brendan Flowers like he's a little six-year-old <laughs> being told Santa's <laughs> not real. That's what I... It was mean. And I, I like I, Richard Dawkins. I know, but Flowers' face afterwards, dude, he was just, he was just so sad. Looks <laughs> like he's about to cry. Yeah, it looks like he's going to cry, dude, man. His you bubble know had just been popped. And, and then they're, like, they're like, Richard, Brandon Flowers is in a band. He's going to perform. He's like, oh, oh, I had no idea. I bet his hair was perfect, though, the whole time. Oh, it was. How did his hair look at the show? Ah, to die for. How, were you, how good were your seats? I Mike. Mean, well, there's well, no seats. You got right up front, yeah. Yeah, you stand. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, general admission. Yeah. We saw yeah. Matt Carney there um, back in 2011. You know Matt Carney? No. Nothing left to lose. Um, the Matt movie. Carney. No one knows. Matt he doesn't Carney. do that. Closer to love. No, dude. No one knows that. So is. I want to. I want to <laughs> talk about a uh, funny thing that my cousin posted on Facebook earlier. I got to give a hat tip to uh, Mr. Joe Joe Farrell from Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah pizza three times a pizza day. Pizza for yeah, dinner. Yeah. Pizza for breakfast. Pizza for lunch. Pizza in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joe Farrell um, posted um, this funny thing, Aaron, called a bro job. Oh, boy. A bro job is when a straight guy gives another straight guy a blowy, not in a meaningful... <laughs> meaningful <laughs> That's just called being a good friend, okay? Wow. <laughs> it gives another, guy, another straight guy a blowy, not in a meaningful sexual way, but in a friendly, not gay sort of way. <laughs> Dr. Jane Ward... 
writes about this not-so-new phenomenon in her book... My favorite doctor. Not Gay Sex Between Straight White Men. So she's encompassing race Wait, hold and on, gender. Back up. There's yeah. a book about this? Yeah, by Dr. Dr. Jane Ward. You owe me some uh, coverage. I'm plugging your book here. Um, and the book is called um, Not Gay Sex Between Straight White Men. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Not Gay Sex Between Straight White Men. What? Yeah. It's like the new down low. So uh, Ward argues that <laughs> the real reason straight men behave in these ways is to reaffirm rather than challenge their gender and racial identity. To leverage whiteness and masculinity to um, authenticate their heterosexuality in the context of sex with men. Right. In other words, they do it to prove that they're not gay. Right. I mean... It kind of makes sense. It's like, you know, like baseball players dude. like tap each other's asses and shit. Yeah, like, they I mentioned don't get that. Dude, what's more gay though than putting a guy's dong in right. your mouth? Well, that's just like the extreme version of that. You know what I mean? That's like, true. They, they like, call no homo before doing it, right? Right. Yeah, right. I then hope they're so. all well, I, I hope Yeah, so. if you call no homo before you do yeah. it. I don't know. I was just I was just kind of fascinated I don't know, by that's this. kind of. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if I was in Rome, ready to go to war, you know, and right. I had, I had my, my battle buddy next to me, you don't know if you're going to die. I mean, Caligula did a bunch of gay shit, right? Ask Ben Carson about when you go to prison. Dude, Caligula made the front row at Elton John look like the fucking <laughs> Iowa caucus for Mike Huckabee. Right. <laughs> you know? I don't know. What do you think about it, Mike? What are your thoughts? I think it's an interesting... I mean, I guess there's gay and there's open-minded. You know what I mean? Right. Then there's experiment. We all experiment <laughs> right, in college, right, let's right, be honest. Right. Chubbiness aside. It's not just the chubbiness. Rosie is very unattractive. So I don't know. We should ask Rosie about it. Yeah, I don't know. Check it out. Check out her book if you want to look. Fine with me. I, I'm, how big I think is we, this the book? three of us should read the book and then do a review. <laughs> I, mean, or I should have her on the podcast to talk I, about it. I will say this. Um, our generation, we're all 28 years old, so we're born uh, 86, 87. Um, we are more open and accepting and comfortable with um, sexuality, I think, than our parents' generation. Oh, absolutely. And even and then their parents' generation. Oh, God. Yeah. You know? They were born in the 19-teens yeah. and the 20s. Surprised they even figured it out. Yeah, serious. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I guess the, the greater point I'm getting at is that, um, this is, like, reading about this or hearing, it's not so outrageous. Not really. You know? I mean, there's that whole metrosexual culture now. You yeah. Know? But right. now there's like, lumbersexual. Lumbersexual. <laughs> right, which I think right. Eric and I could have a. Like, a how many on. dudes who, who jerk off to Tom Brady just like tell you, oh, dude, I love Tom Brady, man. I would totally bang him. It's like, wait a minute, man. What about his supermodel wife? You know? You're talking right. about Tom Brady and his butt chin. Tom Brady, by the way, does not have better hair than. Brandon Flowers. Absolutely. Yeah, no. absolutely. I agree with that. Back. He yeah. can throw a football. No. Can he write a song? Like yeah. Can he sing like <laughs> Brandon Flowers? Yeah. Can he withstand being attacked by Richard Dawkins? I don't know. <laughs> Is he going to be able to stand the three or four game suspension that they levied at him? God. What is it, three games? Or? Who knows? I don't know. I don't even know. I think we, we, maybe I, we should do more sports on here so people would. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we should. We should have like a sports <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here's my one second sports review. I don't know. Yeah. And the review of sports. <laughs> Can you believe this? <laughs> yeah. Usually, Balls. whoever has more points by the end of the game is the winner. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm John Madden. Yeah. <laughs> Tough acting to acting for your greasy foot problems. Yeah, so uh, again, cousin Joe Farrell, you hooked us up with this funny story. Um, we'll be getting a lot of laughs from this. Staten Island's finest. And we have a lot of family on Staten Island. Shout out to Staten Island. Shout out to the Hems family, the Catanis, anyone with the last name Farrell. Uh, Jacobson, those are those are all our, those we'll are. We'll be family. visiting. What Jackie Woods in Jackie, Brooklyn? Yeah, Jackie Woods. Are you kidding me? Oh man, absolutely. 
Speaking of reviews, uh, we watched a couple of movies recently, and one of our favorite action heroes, Liam Neeson, the 60-year-old action hero who just beats ass on people, specifically Euro Trash. I mean, if you look at Liam Neeson's body of work of the last five years, he's beaten up on Euro Trash. Yeah, Liam Neeson movie formula. Put him in a leather coat, slick back his hair, have him run around a city all night, and give him a gun, and lay waste to Eastern Euro Trash for two hours. The movie we watched was Run All Night, which played with that genre a little bit. They had, uh, you know, uh, Liam Neeson and Ed Harris kind of uh, taking it all very serious. And Liam Neeson played Jimmy. It was an Irish thing. Yeah, it had an Irish brother angle. It was all right. It's pretty good. I don't want to give it away, but Liam Neeson shoots people. He gets shot at. Maybe he gets hit. Maybe he doesn't. And what does it sound like, Mike? Maybe there's redemption. I'm going to get my gun. I'm going to find you, and I will shoot you. I'm Liam Neeson. Do that, the one that's I'm like... I'm Liam Neeson. I'm going to torture you. <laughs> You're going to like it, because I'm from Ireland. <laughs> I don't think I've seen one Liam Neeson movie. Yeah, dude. I really don't Michael think Collins, I have. Gangs in New York. I mean, he's made, okay, Gangs in New York. He's made some really that's good movies. Liam Neeson Batman movie. Begins, Schindler's no. List. Batman Begins. Right. Schindler's Lisp. His 30-second <laughs> cameo count. as Ra's al Ghul in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like where he headlined. Where he headlined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael Collins, dude, definitely have to see that movie. Right. My uh, my Irish uh, roots. and uh, Are you LaFond? You're French, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you, you don't care I about mean, the fight for Irish independence. What about Chronicles of Narnia where he plays Cecil, the, the lion? <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot me. I'll find you and I'll shoot you. <laughs> shoot my tiger family. He was in the li- Lion King, or no, Chronicles. Cecil the Lion reincarnated. Cecil the Lion. Oh, Star Wars. He had the, the, the uh, what are those called? Man Qui-Gon, buns? Qui-Gon Jinn, yeah, with the Claridians. Yeah, yeah. the Clitoris Claridians. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> Let's be honest, uh, Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson were the best part Ewan of Ewan McGregor, another guy with great hair. Yeah. Jo- former president, presidential candidate John Edwards. Speaking yep. of, of uh, bro- That's the speaking of bro job, it was uh, um, Louis C.K. who said that Ewan McGregor is the, is the only guy he would right. seriously consider <laughs> I remember that fornicating bit. with. I remember that bit, yeah. <laughs> remember that? that was and, a very and, and awkward Ewan McGregor bit. was like, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, it was like Ewan a five-minute bit on like why he would yeah. fuck Ewan McGregor. Everyone's you know who I'd love, I'd love to hear go off about bro jobs is Mike Tyson. He would just, you know, uh, yeah. if you watch his, his one-man, uh, Mike Show, Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Undisputed. What's it called? Undisputed um, Truth. Undisputed Truth. Yeah. He's like, I remember this one time, man, I fucking, I went back to Robin Gibbons' place to try to maybe get one more lay from her because we were breaking up, and she pulled up in this car this fancy car with this hot blonde i was like who's this hot blonde get out of the car it's fucking brad pitt i was like man i don't know if i want to fight him or fuck him <laughs> <laughs> she was giving an acting lesson dude how horrified do you think brad pitt was he was when yeah. he got out of the car dude and saw that mike tyson was there and he was with robin gibbons right even if it was innocent <sighs> so good we also watched another kind of hipster you know, new film, oh. uh, While We're Young, oh. with Ben Stiller. Oh, I wanted and to see that. No good? It's A24, dude. A24 kills yeah, it. A24, Every yeah. movie I've seen they put out is good. Dude, I love their trailers are better than most Marvel yeah. movies. <laughs> Just the trailers. Right, right. I hear and you. all it is is a guy in a room talking about how much his life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> He's an overprivileged twat. That was While We Were Young? Yeah. Well, no. While We Were oh. Young was Ben Stiller. He plays this, uh, you know, a, this... Uh, middle-aged documentary filmmaker who takes Adam Driver under his wing, who's Naomi the villain Watts in the new in Star it, right? Wars. Naomi Watts, mm, super talented, beautiful. super beautiful. I love Naomi. She was in The Ring. She's aging like velvet. She's one of the only people to watch the tape from The Ring and survive. That's true. Twice. 
right and um <laughs> yeah well well we're young what'd you think eric i mean it, I, I laughed a few times i liked it formula mumblecore formula <laughs> I, I got used to it <laughs> yeah it was okay i mean ben stiller is tired he's not hungry anymore um he's not taking risks you know i, I, I bet those i, I bet bored. those kind of movies are easier to work with oh, work absolutely. on though he did that greenberg movie did you see that? Noah, Directed by the same guy yeah noah bomb noah Bombach. yeah Bombach. that was a boring movie but it just like it seemed like it was an easy movie to make yeah, yeah, it's a people well, it's in a, a room yeah. talking. Mumblecore bullshit. Yeah. Drinking yeah. red wine. Yeah. Oh, my life's so hard here in America. I gotta right. make, I've been working on a documentary for 10 years. Ugh. You know, how about if you couldn't get a glass of water, buddy? You know? Right. You lived in a ditch Sierra Leone with no water. I'll fucking cut your head off. Eating bark. <laughs> Mike, eating bark. Well, they do. They eat ayahuasca. They drink the ayahuasca. Well, you got to. They do the There's ayahuasca. There's a funny ayahuasca scene in that. That was, that was no, pretty good. No, it was good. clever. I liked it. They included, they incorporated the famous political theorist C. Wright Mills. Which they did in a funny way. They had Peter Yarrow from Peter, Paul, and Mary play this like old school um, theorist and political guy who was giving these interviews for Ben Stiller's documentary. And uh, they oh, showed yeah. him uh, urinating at one point, mid-interview. His wife had to help him in the back. <laughs> hey, we've done that before. It was, yeah, our first or second episode. It yeah. was great. Mm. You know, that was a great part of it. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, give me Tom Cruise. <clears throat> give me Mission Impossible. Someone who does his own stunts. Mike, have I'm, you seen the, the Ginger Baker documentary? No. Dude, it is badass. Is it recent? Yeah, it's, uh, I can probably dig it up for you. It's Beware Mr. Baker, I think, but he was the drummer for Clapton and Cream. Cream and he's very volatile. Yeah, he's just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he is. Like, he's, he's talking shit about John Bonham. He's like, the guy, on- guy can't throw a bag of shit. And just, like, he's just, <laughs> he's just a mean, miserable dude, and he's, like, the best drummer alive, and everyone says he is. And <clears throat> really good documentary, though. It starts out with him, like, getting in a... F- like fist fight with the document uh, documentarian, the guy making the movie. That's yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in his seventies too. Let's let's yeah, not yeah. He forget. Lives in, he's like an old guy with like a hot like black girl as his wife, and he lives in like Africa. It's bizarre. Like he's that. got a bizarre life, man. I like that. But people will still pay to go see him, and there'll never be a Cream reunion now because I think one of the guys from Cream uh, got creamed. The third. Not Clapton, not Baker. The other guy, the didn't other he die? Guy. I don't what know. was his name? I don't know. I don't remember. I his know name. they did a reunion a few years ago. They did a Madison Square Garden right, uh, right, residency, right, right, right. which was tremendous. Yeah, there was like three <laughs> days Trump or something like that. It. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's super successful. They could have sold out like two weeks probably. Oh, they did. And another musician who was talking trash uh, today actually was uh, Keith Richards. Mm. Oh, yeah, was, I saw uh, that. I saw he's that. saying how Sgt. Pepper's wasn't really a good album, right, right, and a lot of the Beatles stuff was just uh, shite. It was probably uh, that wow. Love and Mercy album is out. Uh, so, Oh, wait, no, that was the Beatles. Pet Sounds? Yeah, Pet Sounds. That's the Beach Boys. Right, 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 right. Keith Richards is the Rolling Bones. Right. Well, look, really? Okay. He was shit-talking the Beatles? You have yeah, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Like, you have them? John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Then you have Brian Wilson. I think Brian Wilson was in a league of his own, ahead of uh, of, of the... Richard well, Jagger, Lennon McCartney. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what made him so good. Right. Those voices, dude. He wrote right. Heroes and Villains he in heard... a fucking sandbox, mm-hmm. in a piano in a sandbox. That They got rid of the sandbox because the dog started shitting in it. All right? And he wrote Pet Sounds when he was 25? 24. You're a 24-year-old kid and you write Pet Sounds? Wow. God, God only knows. Yeah. But anyways, Caroline, Keith no? Richards is just dumping on the Beatles and uh, no, you know, no holds barred. I, I, I bet he's sick of hearing about the I, fucking Beatles, dude. Uh, comparing the Stone, I'm sure Paul and yeah, Ringo are be. sick of hearing What's about the Beatles. What's that stupid pedestrian question? You know, Beatles or, or the Rolling Stones? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, he's sick of it. Come on, yeah. That's like Zeppelin and Sabbath. They had a whole thing back in the day. Really? Yeah, you had to choose a side. It's like uh, so. I don't so. blame him for for poo pooing that. Also, too, he's he's being held to 
you know, he's saying, you know, I'm being, I'm being known, I'm known more for my drug use than my, my songwriting ability. And I can kind of understand that. The dude stopped doing heroin in like 1978, I mean, 79 after known. that girl OD'd at his house. I mean, that was, that was an Well, he's, it's always brought up. Keith Richards is always like, he's always made fun of or it's always referenced. Yeah, it's, it's a, drug use. It's, it's a drug cultural use. reference. Same with Bob you're Dylan. Not, you're not right? known for your fucking drug use. Like, more, you're in the Rolling Stones. Amy Winehouse. No, when you think the name kinda... Keith Richards, you think about drugs and how nah, he, shouldn't, nah. he shouldn't be alive. I think in about his being 70s. strung out in a fucking corner when I think about Amy Winehouse. Well, we should oh, yeah, I mean, but she But God, she, she was a... so talented. Right. I want to see that new movie about her. That Amy. looks good. Amy. Documentary. Yeah. They got worse than all in that documentary. Yeah. You know, that who, looks really good. Who was that good. scumbag she was with? Was it a uh, real, like, scummy-looking guy Pete who wears Doherty the hats? Or Pete, or... Yeah. He's got, like, a tattoo on his eye. He's one from one of those uh, Brit... Yeah, that's a red drug flag. Brit, Brit that is a serious red flag, <laughs> yeah, if you have a tattoo on your eye. Yeah. He doesn't really have a tattoo on his eye, but that's kind of the impression I get from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. A lot of funny shit out there, so... Uh. <laughs> you know when Tom Cruise just like world. to fill dead air just laughs. Yeah, what a crazy. <laughs> you know he just laughs. Yeah. That dude hasn't aged. Yeah, he looks good in Ghost Since Protocol. Top Gun. Yes. Or no, Rogue Nation's the new one. Yeah, Rogue Nation. We'll go see. We'll do a review. Yeah. So, so. what's what's Tom? What's uh, Nick Cage doing now, Mike? Well, it's interesting. I'm doing a new project, Aaron. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's uh, it's a new initiative, really, kind of a global warming, you know, defense mechanism. It's uh, Nicholas Cage free eggs. <laughs> no, it's, it, hear me out. Hear me out. They're free range, cage free, and they're on the moon. So it's we, lunar. It's lunar. It's kind of cool. We have the eggs on the moon, and they, uh, you know, they they roam around up there. Now, and how do you get them? Well, to you, Earth. you send Neil Armstrong to grab the eggs, bring them back down to Earth, <clears throat> send them to Market Basket. Because right now, there's severe price gouging with eggs. And what's the pepper? Nicholas Cage free eggs with the pepper that the L. Ron Hubbard used. Doesn't seem realistic, though, to have one guy. Because well, how long does it take to get to the moon? <clears throat> A little while. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> like, so you're just waiting. Like, well, no, how this many is, this eggs is, can one guy? Well, carry? this is like Paul Newman, like putting his name on something. Yeah, the cage free eggs. Uh, it's Nicholas Cage. He free. Nick, Nick Cage doesn't actually go to the moon, right? No, that's what he I'm doesn't. Saying, his but... likeness goes to the moon. <laughs> we send up Con Air, uh, guarding Tess, uh, The Rock. You know, people on the moon are watching these up there. It's kind of a cool thing. We're doing a prequel, reboot, remake, sequel type thing. It's scary, so it's a shriekwall. I hope you guys check it out. Uh. So that's our shitty celebrity impersonation. <laughs> well, and then Robert De Niro's uh, meeting Meet the Fuckers, and like, oh yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing Meet the Shitheads Part Two, <laughs> the Toilet Clog. And these movies are really bad. They are bad. Actually, Dustin Hoffman even stepped in it. That's how. That's how. We're his, I made Taxi Driver. I'm making a movie about shitty diapers now. All right. <laughs> you try and tell me what's going on with my career. Yeah. It ain't much better with Al Pacino, is it? Meet the shitheads, the turd that wouldn't flush. That's part three. It's coming out next year. <laughs> I just watched Heat the other day. Oh, dude. Have you seen that one? Yeah, Heat movie. represents De Niro and Pacino at their best. That's what was like the beginning of when Pacino started yelling a lot. <sighs> you know? I can't hear <laughs> yeah, yeah. what the casting director's saying when he, he feed me my line. He doesn't yell <clears throat> a lot in that movie, but he definitely yells. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like... Give me know, all you got! Give me all you got! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go yeah. through life together. Our marriage, her third, my second. Tone Loke is in it. Oh, so good. <laughs> Out of all the people for him to remember who's right. in the movie. Remember Tone Loke. Right. Tone Loke. Well, I just remember like, oh, no shit, Tone Loke. Can we talk about um, Angelina John- Jolie's dad? What's his name? John Voight. Uh, can we talk about John oh, Voight's yeah. fucking oh, hair in there? Oh, hair? Yeah. <laughs> He Great. plays the fence for all the guys, you know, to get him out of town. No. Isn't that a cool term? You know, when you're a fence, it's a, it's a, like a it's a CIA like a, a spy term. 
Oh, I'm the fence man. I'm gonna the get him out of fence. Yeah, when you're a fence. Offense. Yeah, huh. someone yep. who moves goods or gets people yeah, out, gets you an out. Crimes Fake or... passports. Right, you know, right, right, um, right. count. You know, it's it's cool. Heat though, dude. What a great movie. It's a good one. Natalie Portman, John Voight, by the way, another man that does not have better hair than Brandon Flowers. Dude, what hair? Oh, right. It's got like a, he looks like the Crypt Keeper or like the guy in Indiana Jones <laughs> yeah. in the Last Crusade when he melts after uh, drinking the goblet. Yeah. Like just before he turns into skull, the stringy he, hair, that's what John Voight's hair he looks He chose like. poorly. Dude, but in yeah, uh, Mission is, Impossible, the original Mission Impossible, he peels the face. Was it him that peels the face off yeah. at the end? John Voight? Or was that Tom well, Cruise? Well, it's Tom Cruise masquerading oh, he, as John Voight. Oh, as right, Nick Cage, right, right, right. As Nicolas Cage doing right. a John Travolta, John Voight <laughs> redux. <laughs> face off too. John Voight's gooch. <laughs> they actually attach John Travolta's face to my ass and it becomes face off human centipede five. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, a Marvel crossover that we're doing. <laughs> All right. So we're, uh, now we're talking about that. So I think that's a good place to end it. You know, yeah, let's we, wrap things up here. I think this we had is, a good time. It was free flowing. It's been great outside um, on the, don't say free flowing. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Want to uh, thank Miss Martha Shanahan from the Keen Sentinel. Thank you very much. And uh, to all our listeners out there, you can find us on Twitter at Jackman Radio. Our website is jackmanradio.podbean.com. We are also on iTunes. Find us on there. Find us on Facebook under Jackman Radio. And look for us soon in the Keen Sentinel because we will evidently be in there too. Hopefully not in the Dear Abby or the Horoscope section or the Obituary section. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. So everybody have a great night. We got more special guests coming up and uh, we'll see you next time. Everyone's got a combination if you put in the time. The numbers come like a revelation. You show me yours, I'll show you mine. And when you're down, girl, you got to know this. Nobody else is in your
Cause he cannot I still want you I can't 